Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. The San Diego Asian Film Festival kicks off Thursday, October 28th. The festival is now in its 22nd year, and it's a hub for the Asian cinema community. Brian Hu is the festival's artistic director. Hi, Brian. Hey, good to see you. (laughs) So last time we talked, you expressed some pride that the festival has been around 22 years without ever missing a year. Can you give me a little bit of background, a little history of the festival? Yeah, so we were founded back in 2000 um, by uh, by Leanne Kim, who was a part of, she's a journalist here in town. She was a part of the Asian American Journalist Association in San Diego. And um, the organization wanted to find another way to tell stories, um, to tell stories not just through the, through like TV news or newspapers, but also through films and and using um, stories that are being told by filmmakers as a way to to bring community together to have conversations, um, and somehow we made it infectious. <laughs> like everyone wanted a, 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 uh, to see what was going on in Japan and around this time, like Korean cinema was blowing up. And so we kind of hit, hit our stride at just the right time. Um, this is also around the time when Asian American cinema was being increasingly noticed by Hollywood. So you would have the emergence of stars like John Cho and Sung Kang, Sandra Oh, who've, who've all been to our festival before, who are suddenly kind of like mini celebrities, at least like um, for those in the know. And we, we prided ourselves in like creating a community for those in the know. And it kept expanding such that in the know became more than just, you know, like a select few, but to becoming one of the biggest film festivals here in the county. Yeah, you know, it seems to me like it's just such a community event that reaches even beyond film. You know, it's like so highly anticipated every year. It's, you always have a really great lineup, really exciting things happening. I mean, what would you say it means just to the Asian community at large? Um, I mean, it, it's changed throughout its history. Like when we first started, there was no YouTube yet. And like being able to see Asian Asian images on the screen was not something you could really take for granted. Now, if you're craving those images, just go on Netflix. Um, Squid Game is there, um, and and so um, so it, it's changed, and we've had to adjust from a scenario where it's really about scarcity um, to now like semi scarcity. Right now, it's about if you want Asian images, you can find them, but are you going to find the ones that speak? to more specific experiences, right? Like what does it mean to be Asian, but to grow up in the South, um, to, to be an elder? Um, these are not necessarily kinds of Asian stories that are being represented very well in the mainstream, even on streaming uh, platforms. Um, so now like we increasingly are, are trying to explore all those other untapped stories. And part of that are, you know, stories that relate to us in San Diego, right? Like the Filipino community in particular, the Vietnamese American community, refugee communities. Um, and so at our festival every year, we now are trying to explore, it's sort of like the, the, um, the next generation of Asian America, uh, of, of Asian American consciousness in, in the media. Um, and also trying to inspire filmmakers to think beyond just the really obvious stories, which tend to be about, you know, like Chinese immigrants or something. Um, uh, and yeah, and, and and audiences are coming out because they do feel like this is speaking to something that's really untapped. Okay, so tell me about the festival. If a person comes to the festival, what should they expect? Um, it's they should expect that it's going to be lively, right? Um, that, that there are some film festivals that are very serious and solemn, and we have some of those screenings too, actually. Um, films that are 
the films are can be quiet, they can be kind of artistic, but some of our films are surprisingly just just like a, a, a silly fun from beginning to end, um, like like fantasies, um, fantasy both in the genre sense, but fantasy also in like things that are that could never actually happen in real life, and um, and, and and so it's uh, like. To, to 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 surrender to this to the creativity of these filmmakers, um, both th- that are trying to press artistic buttons, but also buttons that are just trying to entertain in, in fresh ways. Um, also, to expect that there's going to be an audience. Right? This is uh, something that we've kind of forgotten about. Um, like now, when I go to a movie theater, sometimes I'm like, I hope I hope there's nobody there, just so I don't have to sit next to somebody. But I I hope that. I mean, first of all, we are mindful of things like social distancing and and masking, and those will all be required. Um, but to like, when, when you hear somebody else laughing, like all, across the auditorium, that that's somebody who is is in solidarity with your laughter, <laughs> like, and, and I mean solidarity, like, um, not not in just a purely flippant way, but like in a sense that it, it's just a validating um, sound to hear, right? That like I um, I don't just kind of, I don't want to consume media in a vacuum anymore. I consume it amongst others who are also hungry for um, something different. Um, so yeah, that's another thing to expect. There will always be food. There will always be drinks. Um, sometimes there'll be filmmakers and we're really excited about that, especially uh, for films by Asian American um, filmmakers. Like they're excited to see audiences again. Um, so expect Q and A's. Um, and, and, and so we really try to put the festival in a film festival. It's not just the films. So give me some more of the highlights. What are some films you're especially looking forward to? And also, will you have, you know, special or celebrity guests? Um, well, celebrity is always comparative. Sorry, celebrity is always relative, right? Um, for us, we have our favorites, right? Like, um, one of our favorite actors is Lin Chen. Um, she was in a film called Saving Face years ago. Um, and she's probably been in more movies than anybody else in our festival's history. And it's, it's just always so nice to see her at our, at our festival. Um, for one, it means that like people continue to, to cast her because she's great. But also it means that you know, she's managed to find a way to have a two-decade career as an Asian American woman in Hollywood. Um, and, and that's something to be celebrated too. So every time she comes, it's just an example. It's, it's really validating that, that this is possible. Um, and so she'll be back with a film called See You Then, which is probably my favorite Lin Chen performance to date. Um, so yeah, to, to us, she's a major celebrity. Um, we never get tired of seeing her and, and for her to share her insights of being in these films. Um, so that, that would be a highlight for me. Um, obviously our, our big nights opening uh, opening film, centerpiece film, closing films. These are specially selected because these are major events, right? Like our our closing film is a film called Drive My Car, adapted from a story by um, by Murakami, and it's this is and people are this has been one of our, our biggest sellers just because it has a certain kind of name brand event status to it. Um, and our, our centerpiece film, Catch the Fair One, by a real up and coming. Uh, director and our opening film seven days which is just like this lovely rom-com set during the pandemic a film that could only have been made in 2020 and i would argue can only have been made by somebody from the south asian uh south asian american immigrant um kind of through through that experience um yeah and it's just a total delight 
Awesome. Well, I cannot wait to experience it for myself. Um, so how can people learn more about it or get involved? Uh, the best place is through our website. So that's sdaff.org. Um, and there you'll find information about all of our uh, 130 films that include short films. Um, it sounds really daunting, but we've broken it up into different sections um, that that cater to different people's tastes, right? Like if you want the poppy films, if you want the serious movies, if you want the movies by the famous directors, um, there's a way to navigate it all. And um, that's that's probably the best way to find out information about our movies, uh, as well as information about tickets. Um, you can buy tickets online. You can buy tickets at the door. There are discounts for students, seniors, and military at the door. Um, you can buy an all festival pass, which is really the best way to experience the movie. You don't have to wait in line. Um, you could, and um, and well, I love it when badge holders show up to a movie and they walk out of the screening to watch another movie because sort of like that wasn't for me, but I'm going to go find the movie that is. And that's how it should be, right? It's like, um, it, it's just something about that that makes it more like, simultaneously more like a museum where you have the ability to, to go from room to the next, but also simultaneously like a theme park where you could just choose the ride you want to go on next. Um, I, I, and audiences love that opportunity. So lots of ways to experience the festival. Okay. That's really cool. I didn't know that. So thank you for teaching me that piece of etiquette that it's not necessarily rude to walk out of a, a screening, screening at a film festival, but Brian, thanks so much for this overview. Thank you. You can find more news online at sandiegouniontribune.com. I'm Christy Totten. Thanks for listening.